laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live, it's the way that we live, and I... Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Annalisa. And I'm Reese. And this is To Ellen Back, Generation Q Edition. Oh, that was beautiful. That was incredible. That was gorgeous. You'd never know. We didn't know how to do that two seconds ago. No. Yeah, that was our fourth take. Okay. Editing (laughs) is amazing. Shout out Lauren. (laughs) Well, guys. We're here. We're here and we're recording ahead of time. Very far ahead of time. And today is Thursday, November 17th. And the L word dropped their first episode today Mm -hmm. a day early Mm -hmm. and i am in a full panic because my recap is not ready i'm very sorry about that so that's just where i am when people in the auto shuttle slack started talking about the episode (laughs) today i was like but we haven't even gotten the first cut (laughs) of the podcast yet like i was like this is everything's moving too fast i suddenly became that like blonde lady with the math over her face yeah like like, wait (laughs) what do i have to do between now and whenever everybody sees it anyway i have enjoyed following people's tweets already. I feel like there's really two... I haven't gone on Twitter yet. Oh, that's brave. I, I think there are two camps of... I mean, there's obviously so many camps of L Word <laughs> fans, but right now it feels like there are two really strong ones. There are the Bettina people and there are the Danny Gigi people. Uh-huh. And I think they are going to go to war. <laughs> wow. I think this episode put me firmly in both camps. Is that weird? Wait, like supporting both of them? Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I, <laughs> I already supported both of them. Well, we'll talk about my opinion on that later. <laughs> okay. Um, my Twitter has been overrun just by all of the Taylor Swift discourse. Oh, yes. Yeah. That has really... I haven't even seen L Word tweets. I'm only seeing people planning like... That's my overthrow. whole TikTok. Is. Yeah. By the time the, the second episode of Gen Q season three comes out and this episode of the podcast comes out and you are listening to this, Ticketmaster will be destroyed by Swifties. <laughs> Twitter will be destroyed by Elon <laughs> Musk. And... Um, Everyone should follow autostraddle.tumblr.com. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, I've gotten back into Tumblr. I love Tumblr. And man, I fucking love Tumblr. <laughs> Do you know that the way I got my first piece at Autostraddle is I was I would just like write stuff on Tumblr oh, for really? like 10 people. And then Heather Hogan tweeted out like, I'm looking for a trans person yeah. who has a take on Supergirl. And I had just written like the essays that I write, like long form personal essay yeah. criticism. 3,000 words and just like sent Heather a link to my Tumblr and was like, this isn't professional, but I'm not yeah. a professional. Maybe I could be. And oh, Heather we hire was people like, from Tumblrs all the time. Yeah, it's great. Wow. But obviously our best achievement was that we took after Ellen.tumblr.com and filled it up with pictures of shirtless men. Wow. And um, then we got a letter eventually. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That it was no longer ours and that our URL had been changed to afterellenfans.tumblr.com so that After Ellen could have their own Tumblr. But it was like for two years, they did not claim it. No one was, we should have taken like the newyorker.tumblr.com. Oh yeah. You know, Uh, anyway. On that note, do we want to get into the episode? (laughs) I'd love to get into the episode. As much as I love Tumblr, I would love to get into this episode. This is episode 302. Uh, It is directed by and Kindred, who directed last week's episode. And it's written by Julia Hannafin, who started as a writer's assistant on season one, wrote on last season, was one of the writers on Love Shack, which, as we said last season, one of the best episodes of the show. And now now here she is. With, we love with this episode. a career progression in writing. Yeah. I'm so happy for her. Well, we start where we stopped last episode with uh, Angie walking in on her mom's 
doing a little kissing. <laughs> a lot of kissing. A lot I feel of like. kissing. I don't know. I love that they're like, um, should we do something about that? Actually, no. Let's just kiss. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's why. I mean, first of all, <laughs> so like, our daughter has seen us kissing for the first time uh -huh. in her lifetime, basically. Yeah. And then left crying. Also, maybe she seemed kind of upset coming out. No, she's in college now. She's no longer their responsibility. <laughs> they should bone. Bone yeah, now. They're, they're like, actually, we have bigger things to worry about. It was yeah. so funny watching them like try to recover. And then when yeah. she left, Tina's saying she's seen worse. Kills me. <laughs> I was I was dying. And then yeah, there's fully a sex scene. We just you yeah. know, we get a little we get a little sex scene. Yeah, and I think it was great for everybody. I really wish that they would take their bras off, but it's fine. <laughs> I was like, the bras stay on during sex. I was really noting them. I do think that there should be a way to cut around. Like I get not wanting nudity, but I feel like let's, let's, let's just cut around. Yeah. Like, let's just do a like, lot of feet yeah, stuff. Like, I don't know. Or they, like, like, <laughs> lots of times they'll do it where like they, sm they smash themselves mm -hmm. together so much that like the nipples get mm -hmm. obscured by the other person's boobs. Mm -hmm. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. I also, I'm demonstrating this now with yeah. my hands. Yeah. This, it doesn't take much to smash my boobs. <laughs> it's a good demonstration though. Thank you. Yeah. I For me, it wouldn't be an issue. Think <laughs> that, maybe they're like really into like bra, like maybe bra that's play? their thing. Like, oh, like yeah. sometimes people are like, no, keep it on, you know, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. that, like this is, this right. is hotter to me when you have a little bit of a tease. I do want to say about this scene that, um, Laurel Holloman's face really does light up when she looks at Bet. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I, yeah. every time I see her look at in the mm. direction of Bet, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of on board. <laughs> this is like, about Close. this whole episode, but I felt like I was watching my mom's kiss. <laughs> like, I was, like, happy for them, but, like, and it's not really an age thing because I've watched Bet have sex scenes over the past two yeah. years and it didn't feel this way. There is something about their dynamic that does feel a little bit like, this is sweet. <laughs> like, I'm happy for anyone who's getting turned on and it could just be yeah. that I am significantly younger. Um, maybe I'm, like, getting over some of my things and I'm, like, getting to a healthier whatever. But, um, yeah, I just was watching this and being like, I'm happy for those two. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. It's wild to think though, like if you really put yourself to the mindset of the story that they've been having sex for like how many years now? They met in 96. Wow. Wow. Lesbian so, sex was totally different in 96. Right. It had only yeah, barely it was. been invented. <laughs> yeah. People were still just trying to scissor <laughs> and not knowing what it meant, you know? Um, just kidding. That? We know people are already boning full, full horse riding yes that was a, that was a joke if i need to clarify that i'm, a, I'm aware that yeah. lesbian sex of all types has i wasn't having sex time. in 1996 because i had headgear i wasn't having sex in 1996 because i was how old was i redacted Four? <laughs> i was a toddler oh well that's cute for you guys but so I, anyway but but it's like but also they've gotten back together so many times that i'm sure that like they really probably love this like they must love this like the moment the moment when you get back together with someone that you've had sex with more than anyone else in your life, you know? Yeah. And you're like, here we are again. Did na let's... I've never, I've never had... You have experienced it. I'm sorry, I keep like really calling you out in, on your <laughs> life, but I just don't have this experience of ever hooking up with someone like who I used to hook up with more than like, post, like just breakup sex. Like I've done that, but I haven't ever gone back after more than like a month or two. I'm a humongous ex-returner. I've yeah. returned to nearly every ex and often with like a pretty decent gap. And as Drew is sort of referencing, the man that I'm dating currently, I dated last in college, which was five years uh -huh. ago. Yes. He was, <laughs> um, he's an he's a editor. Yeah. At a book publisher. And he also looks a lot like Donald Faison. And yeah, he looks and, he's Donald. Yeah. Donald, and he like worked yeah, with, the, with the Allah show. Like, yeah. You know. um, speaking from personal experience, mm -hmm. I really actually liked the moment of Bet being like, it's been a long time. 
Different. Yeah. Because even I had that with Lewis and it's only been five years since we last hooked up or four or something like that. So it's like, and I was like, ah, this doesn't (laughs) all look the same as in college. And so like, they've had a much bigger gap. I don't know. I thought it was very sweet. I'm always like, I've learned so many new things since we last met. <laughs> I would love to have sex with someone who I had sex with before transitioning. Yeah. But I did just weren't that many of them because <laughs> I, I really had two long relationships and like two other experiences. Like, and I don't think any of those four people, and it's not, I don't think it's happening. So. Not worth it, probably. Okay. Well, speaking of people who are extremely beautiful, <laughs> um, nice. Danny and Gigi uh-huh. are debriefing the Nat conversation. And basically, it sounds like Nat was like, I want to spend more time with Danny before I like put my opinion in. And Danny is not taking this very well. Yeah, I think she is just like assuming it has something to do with or feeling insecure about her relationship or that Gigi is still into Nat or something. When really, it's it's like completely reasonable. It's so reasonable. <laughs> Gigi is so correct in this fight. Yeah. yeah. Although I do think she could also take her tone down a little bit like oh, both yeah. of them I was like okay you guys are actually both kind of right so if you could yeah. just like relax a little bit but also Gigi had her shirt partially unbuttoned mm. which would have softened me up in any argument yeah I would have been like, like yeah I'll have sex with Nat yeah any anything you need <laughs> Nat needs me to like bring her her takeout yeah. for a week sure I'll yeah. do it does she need me to wax her eyebrows I don't know how but I'll do it I can barely pluck my own Gigi could have I, I mean we didn't get own. to see like the immediate response but she could have been like Nat just wants to get you to know you better. Like, could have framed as like a positive of like, yeah. Nat's like really excited for us and just like wants to get to know you better first because like it is our kids living with you too. And like, that is like a big, you know, like, I don't know if that's, Gigi's not always the best at like doing things, but the way that she said Daniela was. Oh my, Daniela. <laughs> arousing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Baby. Although the, the me and me, if I were in that fight, I yeah. would be fuming. That would sure. have been like, t- my temper would have skyrocketed. <laughs> sure. And then, you know, I think so many things in the L word actually come down to people being like, I want to be the number one slot in mm. your life. Yeah. And like, is it about like, finding the one or about being number one? So true, <laughs> Reese. Really Thank good client. Thank you. Um, and I just think that's really not realistic in life. No. And obviously no. they're not real live people, but <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yes, they are. Right. But I'm like, Danny, babe, it's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Nat is gonna rank sometimes higher because she's the she's the co-parent. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. It's really satisfying when this happened a couple times this episode where I was like, but, 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 but. And then, and then later, another character yeah. was like, but. And I was yes. like, yes, thank you. <laughs> right. Oh, it's like I'm talking through the TV. It's like, yeah. how incredible. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of kids, Tess has this idea that the bar is going right, to be their new right, baby. Right, right, right. And so Tess is like, kissing all over Shane and being like, have, can I convince you to get the second bar? I was so annoyed. So, so intense <laughs> I about was it. so annoyed. Like, Irritated. And also Tess, Tess got a call <laughs> about like from a real, I was like, why yeah. are you moving forward already? Are you doing an inspection? An inspector is yeah. coming. That's, like, so, that's so serious. Far, that's so far into the process of. <laughs> I don't know enough about like, real estate, but I believe you. It's like when you're ready to make an offer, you get an inspector to come to make sure that like everything is, is cool. Or in my case, they come and they say everything's cool, but because it's winter and the ground's frozen over, they mm. don't go under the house. Then you find out a year later that you bought a house on a sinkhole. Mm. Um, but in general, I think like this inspector at this time in LA, which is temperate year round, would be able to go in and say, this is not on a sinkhole or this isn't a sinkhole. I think that's mm-hmm. actually, yeah, like inspector number one. Exactly. Kind of, inspector gadget. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of homes not built on good foundation. <laughs> nice. we go. Thank you. We go uh, to uh, Sophie Finley, Micah, where Finley is setting up Pictionary 
And um, Sophie tells Finley that Maribel hates her. Which is a really strong start to this conversation. Um, Just like, I would like to say the game night, the, the sober person wanting to have a game night representation, <laughs> I felt was really, um, really resonant for me. When I was dated my first sober person, mm -hmm. the best part was like, Game nights. Yeah. I love game so nights. So many I, game nights. Let's do a structured activity <laughs> where none of us actually have to like get yeah. newsy. Actually, yeah. that would be mm -hmm. great. I really love the enthusiasm too of being like, I built this easel. Yeah. yeah. It's for oh, yeah, so cute. Yeah. And Finley's basically like, if she talks to me and gets to know me, she'll like me, which I don't think is true. I don't think it's true, but that is correct. Like it is correct that the only way to move forward is, is to try yeah. to like spend some time together, reach a certain, Yeah. you know, I do, I, I do agree with that. Yeah. Finley coming back home and also coming back so strong with her little Finleyism. She yeah. says, I'm going to easel her into it. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to go shao shao. I do not smell good. Okay. She's back. Yeah. She's here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, surprise. She heard the whole thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mari's doesn't want to do it, which I found out yeah. in this episode, but so. it peeks out from behind a curtain and is like, heard all that. <laughs> Don't want to hang. She also says that, Finley just gives her a headache, which I thought was really funny. There's like a couple different issues. Like yeah. she finds her annoying. She finds her toxic. She doesn't like her. Like, yeah, they're all in the stew. She ruined the wedding. She ruined the wedding. Which is a lie. Them. She peed in the hallway. <laughs> right. Not right. a lie. Not a lie. That's true. <laughs> that, that actually did happen. That actually did, but it wasn't her hallway. That's true. That's Danny's. That's Danny's cross to bear. That's true. Speaking of couples that are getting back together, <laughs> Alice and Shane are talking about the drama of Bet and Tina and then Bet and Tina walk in holding hands. I loved Alice talking uh -huh. about the group text dynamics that are at play. <laughs> mm -hmm. She's uh -huh. literally every episode convinces me a little bit more that I'm very like Alice. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, I wrote, she's so me. <laughs> yeah, this was cute. This was cute. And Shane also reveals that she knows about Jordy. Like there's just mm -hmm. a lot of like, this is a very close knit family. Yeah. yeah the planet vibes. Big the planet it vibes. It did make me think they really should have Finley working daytime at Dana's instead of at nighttime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like why don't they mm -hmm. have her working days? Yeah. It's like more of like a coffee house vibe. Yeah. Like, I mean, at least that's the semi-tropic. During the day. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They'll give you hummus. Yeah. The semi-tropic is the LA bar that is Dana's set. Yeah. When I, lived, when I lived in Echo Park, I would like sometimes go there to like hang out in really? the day. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it was fun. Oh my God, look at you doing fun stuff during the day. <laughs> also, Alicia Haley looks really hot this season. Yeah, yeah we didn't really shout does. out. I didn't shout out her boobs in the last season because I felt a little lecherous, but good job to mm -hmm. her. Yeah, I think. Yeah, she's always she's still doing a great job. Her hair looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, and they continue to like style her, I think, really well. Yeah. Even when it's a silly outfit, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I like that they've leaned more into like quote unquote menswear for her, mm -hmm. you know, like I think that's been really fun. Yeah. But anyway, so then they sit down with Ben and Tina to have uh, a meal or to just talk. They're just like they're talking. Just they're hanging at the then, planet. <laughs> I, the one important thing is that Ivy texts Shane. Oh, oh right. right. And Alice is taking a date to the Marcus Allenwood gallery opening. Age appropriate actress, which <laughs> she's very proud of. And then Shane is like, be careful of actresses, which I take offense to as someone who pretty much exclusively as dated actresses. I actually stand by Shane as someone who is also pretty much exclusively dated actresses and actors, I guess. I really loved Alice saying, oh, I think money. Makes good this money. might be Jojo Siwa's people. Hi, <laughs> I was just thinking about you. Just Jojo, Jojo Siwa. Shane and Bet and Tina could learn about who Jojo Siwa is if they read autoshuttle.com and yeah. Reese's intrepid yeah. reporting. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I too did not know who this person was. And then she came out and then I had to find out. And now I know so much about her. But I also feel like, what did 
what did Angie have known about Jojo Siwa? Yeah, oh, like yeah. it definitely, but also how engaged Because I feel like Angie's... the people who know who Jojo Siwa is are children and parents. Right. Yeah. But do you think Angie would have been wearing like the Jojo Siwa? No, she's big a little bow? too cool. No, I don't she's think she, cool. I don't think Angie would have been into Jojo Siwa right. also. But I just feel like it might have been she might have existed in the sure. but I don't know what it's like to be a parent to a child who's now eighteen. Right. Who would Angie's like who do we think her like pop star favorite would be? Janelle Monet. Mm. Oh, that's a good call. Instant poll. Um Finley being Finley, not oh, off to a yeah. great start. Congrats uh, on, yeah. on congrats on what? She jumps in <laughs> so fast. Yeah. Even like if it like even if they Micah had already said let's do it, yeah. still congrats on what? They, yeah. yeah, the decision. It's not No. It's very No odd. baby has been made yet. <laughs> and then like pushes on the like biology <laughs> stuff, which simply Yeah. Oh, you're both so cute. Who's who will it be? Oh God, you know, just like I mean, it's a, like a classic, like Finley fumble, but it's also such a bad yeah, it's fumble. Real bad. It just is like starts out bad and then it just continues. Also, Sophie should have when if she told Finley, been like, don't talk about this. Like, yes. right. And also, Maribel should have been like, like, don't tell anyone. Like, there's so many levels here. Yes. Of, like, this shouldn't have gotten to Finley. Can't be trusted with like if, <laughs> if you're going to date Finley, if you're going to be around Finley, you have to have a certain level of yeah. knowledge. Right. Also, I do feel like when you are the secret keeper for someone, you get one additional person 100%. to tell. Right. But like you're saying, Drew, like there is protocol. You say yeah. like, I'm not telling anybody else this, and actually. Mari would kill me if she knew I told you. So yeah, yeah. stop here. Yeah. That's, That's what I have it. to do with Gretchen because she loves to tell, like say <laughs> yeah. the most, like the thing that will be most exciting for right. everyone to hear. So I have to be like, the, you can't say this. This, you know? this is actually just for yeah, us. Yeah, this is just for us, you know. But she would not yeah. say this because uh, I don't... I mean, this would, this, this, is is a, this is a <laughs> wild thing to even start with. I do... I can't decide. I go back and forth on whether I like Finley's little asides that are like... I'll just go fuck myself, I guess. Or like in the yeah, first one when she was she coming in, she was that. like, wow, what a warm welcome when nobody like <laughs> said hello to her really quickly. Yeah. And I sometimes get a chuckle out of them and sometimes I roll my eyes. Yeah. Did you have something about I was communication? Just, I don't know. I just was, the next <laughs> scene is when Bet says to Danny, like, you're wrong. <laughs> and like, you need to like, Gigi prioritizing her children is prioritizing her children, not prioritizing Matt. And that, and like, you're going to be a parent if you want to live with her. So like, is yeah. that something you want? Like, it was just very like, new bet, mature, thoughtful, mm -hmm. good advice, adult. Mm -hmm. And I did like the return of the like, bet, Danny, mentor, mentee oh, dynamic. Yeah. Like, Remember this when was we thought they fun. might kiss? We sure oh, did think that. I wish yeah. they had kissed before all of this happened. Just you know one, what I mean? Because now I feel like Bet and Tina, that's, it's, yeah. that's set. You know and, what I mean? And Danny and Gigi, I'm like, it would be so wild for, because even when Danny asks Bet about this or like brings it up, right. she's like, can I talk to you about yeah. Gigi? Like, isn't yeah. this kind of tricky? <laughs> Forgot they were together. Um, I love this representation so I. <laughs> of, of like, when you ask someone for help, and they give it to you and then you completely change immediately. <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah, same. I'm like, well, I was going to do this, but then someone who knows slightly more about this topic than I do told me I was wrong. And now I've decided to change my entire attitude. About I love it. that. It's also why, like, I do think in a relationship, it's sometimes like it, it helps to not act on your emotions immediately. Yeah. Sometimes you like talk to your buds and you're like, I'm having this feeling and your buds can go, you're wrong. Yeah. And then you go, hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then you like process the feeling and then you can like return to the conversation in a better yeah. way. And I think people really struggle with that. Yeah. Not yeah. me. I'm always right. But, um, <laughs> it's so nice. yeah, it's really actually really fun. 
The other thing, just because it comes back later, is that Danny's doing a really good job at work, but wants Bet to do this like Vogue interview about mm-hmm. the gallery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I mean, she should. She right? should. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be in Vogue? Yeah. Right. I was interviewed for an article about Shane that was in Vogue. That's fun. I was on, was, I was, yeah, Christine and I for Ways to Date were on oh, yeah. the website for Vogue. Wow. Wow. I've never oh, been yeah, in Vogue. Oh yeah, I think Shane was on the website. Shout out Emma Spector who yeah, was same writer. doing all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same writer who gets all of us in Vogue. Yeah. Okay, you know? well, I'm available to be in Vogue. Yeah. One time I was in um, the Kansas City Star, which is my hometown newspaper. Ooh, that's similar. That cool? That's similar to yeah. Vogue. They have a similar presence at Fashion Week. Speaking of pictures, let's go to Pictionary. Oh, that was uh, really good. Mine was um, inappropriate conversations at inappropriate times because sure. <laughs> Danny is asking Bet the, about this at sure. work. But there always has to be an event, and there always has to be inappropriate conversations at the event. That's the <laughs> yeah. Well, when else do you see your friends? So true. Well, I guess they saw. Well, recording listen, a podcast. The point. Recording a podcast. <laughs> the point is that. Sophie and Finley are doing great. They're crushing yeah. at Pictionary. And Micah and Maribel are in a fight. My favorite part of this <laughs> fight, which just felt, <laughs> no offense to the show, but there aren't a ton of times where I go like, this feels very recognizably trans to me. Yeah. But the back and forth of... <laughs> when Micah was like, why didn't you ask <laughs> me? Well, yeah, do you ever think that I might want to carry? Do you? No. Like, was so like, I feel like I've watched friends have that exact exchange and it's just so funny where it's like, don't make assumptions about my relationship to my body and my gender. And it's like, well, and they're like, I mean, your assumption was correct, but still don't make it. Yeah, exactly. It was so funny. Do either, does Micah have any siblings? Oh, I don't know. Um, I know Micah has a mom that he doesn't really get along with. And I know that Micah is trans and I know that he is um, the proud owner of that mermaid painting. Uh-huh. Probably. Oh my God, the mermaid painting. <laughs> Probably. Oh, I also liked when he was like, have I mentioned that I'm 28 or something? She's like, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you've said that a few How times. old is she? I think she's a few years older than them, right? Yeah. Maybe and I early thirties. I honestly think Micah is a couple of years younger than like mm. Sophie and Danny. Yeah. Not by much, but just uh-huh. a little bit. 28 is my age. I had that. I had the thought of that scene from Broad City. That scene from Broad City (laughs) where Alana... Child bride. Yeah. What am I, Lincoln? A child bride? (laughs) Yeah. I think that like two years ago, I would have been like, wow, this is really early. But now that I've entered this experience myself of Mm -hmm. attempting to get pregnant as a person over 40, Uh I think everyone, if you're 28 and you're ready to start a family, just do it. Do it. Wow. Yeah. If you're 25, do it. Just do it. (laughs) Because you're going to... The older you get, it's going to get more impossible and so, so expensive. Right. And you cannot afford it. Just do it. Do it now. You're going to change some lives here on Talon Back. Someone's Um, someone's driving listening to this. Make your relationship move a lot faster. (laughs) Yeah, there's like, there's calls going out all across this great nation. Sorry, in advance, I want to apologize if this advice ruins anybody's life. Um, (laughs) We'll get to it. Speaking of the fertility process. (laughs) Speaking of the fertility process, there's a Marcus Marcus Allenwood retrospective. Right. I did. This is only episode two. So, you know, I remain hopeful, but I really hope that like all of Angie's scenes aren't in adult world. I really want her mm. to like be at college. I really want to like take time. I know there's a lot of storylines to juggle. She will be. Cool. <laughs> I, love, I love having you here. Um, but I thought she was like killing it in the suit. Yeah, I, she looks great. And I loved seeing her with her sister again. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. fun. Yeah. Like, again, sort of what you're saying. Like, it's fun to see her with kids her age yeah. and like, yeah, being a, you know, a teen. And when she says that she's like, could be in her hoe phase. It was like the cutest hoe phase. Like I just was like, oh, sure. Yeah. 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 It's cute that she bounced back so fast. Yeah. Which I think is really something that 
speaks to the fact that she's young. Yes. <laughs> so true. Yeah. And she's like, wow, I have a lot of time. Yeah. And is like, it was my first day of college. Like, yeah. it's time to be out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Is this when we meet Alice's date? Yeah. So then mm -hmm. Alice's date also <laughs> arrives. We're at, we're at, we're in event. Event. Time, chaos. Right. You know. Yeah. Alice's date shows up. She says that like one of her hobbies is playing volleyball in a yeah. super exclusive league, which already had really bad vibes to me. Uh -huh. Yeah. Which if, have you guys seen the next some? Um, I have not. I have not. Okay. So that, that's part of the cult. Like I they have a volley, it. they play volley, like, which I, at first you think, especially if you're not watching the TV or just kind of listening to it while doing other things around the house, you think that it's like a metaphor for something, but no, they're like literally have volleyball games like all the time. I kind of thought that this actress character in the show was saying, I play exclusive volleyball games, meaning like we do weird sex stuff. Like, right. That's no, really what real I really volleyball. It's volleyball. All right. Yeah. Well, as part of the Nexum thing. Okay, I didn't think they were going to, I didn't think they were literally going to be doing Nexum, but yeah. you know, they are. Yeah. And she's like my mentors in jail when, you know, Keith Rainer's in jail. Right. Right. Um, my question is, is it a thing with that cult to put a lot of ice in your wine? I know. <laughs> look, I get that people put ice in their wine. Like right. I get this whole thing, but she was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go get more ice for my wine, which theoretically there was ice in her wine. It melted. And now she wants more. That was, I wrote red flag, bad vibes. And then right <laughs> afterwards, Shane goes several red flags. And I was like, yes, I love this episode. <laughs> Shane is also like sort of, feeling as Alice calls it itchy, yes. you know? Yeah. She makes eyes with the cocktail waitress. Uh -huh. I guess she's feeling itchy probably because her girlfriend has just had the worst idea ever, <laughs> which is to buy a bowling alley next to uh -huh. the semi-tropic uh -oh. to have lesbian bar number two. Yeah. Um, what does it say about me that I think I'm attracted to Shane <laughs> for like kind of the first time, like Shane on this season, I'm like, I'm, I'm really feeling something mm -hmm. there that I've never felt towards Shane. Wow. We'd have to really get to the root of why you think that is before we could tell you what that means about you. I wonder if it's maybe that like I'm dating someone who's more masculine in, a, in like a Shane way, not in like a, you know, but like yeah. I do wonder if that's interesting. It. Okay. Yeah. You're like reversing into. Yeah. Instead of doing the thing where you like fall for yeah. the like Shane masked. I'm not that at least all like Shane <laughs> in personality and energy, but just like. But like just gender presentation. Yeah. And then instead I like started more femme and have gone. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I've always liked tomboys though. I don't know. But Shane, there's some, I don't know. Shane's really doing it for me right now. So that's fun. Yeah. I hope, I hope she uh, makes good choices or <laughs> has sex with Kehlani. If that's considered a bad <laughs> choice. Either way. But we go back to Pictionary and Micah is very bad at it. And then we get into this sort of argument about like, there's a difference between talking to your sister versus talking to your friend. Yeah. Which I would say that like, as you were saying, like we get, you get one person, maybe right. two people who get to be like your people. You have to always clarify, like, <laughs> this is the thing that I'm telling you, but you can't tell anyone else. And so, yeah. Okay. But then <laughs> Micah hasn't told his mom, which would be fine theoretically if he wasn't going to propose right, the last exactly. episode. What? Like, I was like, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. <laughs> he was going to propose. So I was like, why did they have him going to, like, it would have been, it would have been interesting to me if last episode Micah was like I think Maribel is going to propose and I'm not mm. ready mm. and like I'm worried about that and then Micah being like I'm just not sure I want to get married yet and Maribel's like I never want to get married I want like I want to have a kid right and like then that would have been like oh so we're setting up the foundation of like Micah's 28 he feels young whatever yeah. right. but like he was going to propose so why, he was going to propose before his mom knew that he was in the relationship and that didn't bother him but having a kid like I, that's where I'm like hmm I don't think he is 
Oh, so the mom part doesn't matter. I think he's just throwing things out there. Right. Okay. That like, makes sense. <laughs> like just saying whatever because he's freak panicking. Right. And he's like, here, well, I don't, I haven't even told my mom yet, you right. know, right. which probably he already knew was a problem with the proposal. Right. He also has to throw out all this stuff because they're losing at Pictionary so right. bad. So bad. And Sophie and Finley are like bonding. They're like, they've never yeah. been more in love. They're being really cute. They're having a nice sober evening together. Mm-hmm. And they're just like losing. And yeah, the reason that Micah and Mari are losing is because the communication is is bad already. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. a metaphor. It is a metaphor. Speaking of games, Bed and Tina do a little role play <laughs> of their like first meeting. Mm-hmm. And it's... Did did the L word historians know from like the first line that that's what they were doing? Yes. Yeah, that's I what know. I figured. Yeah. I didn't until like a couple in. I was like, <laughs> oh, I wrote like... Oh, they're doing a weird role play. And then they started doing the earring thing. And I was like, oh, right. It's yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do we have anything to say about this? That was cute for them. Yeah. And there's just nothing these two love more than looking at each other and looking at a piece of art. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just like to kind of look up like, I wish the, viewer, the viewers, the listeners could see my face. I think I'm doing a really good impression. Yeah, I think you are. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, you looked like you were looking at God. <laughs> Danny gazes upon Bet and Tina mm-hmm. looking in love. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And she remembers that she's in love mm-hmm. with Gigi. Yeah. That's the power of And I remember that I am in love with Gigi also. Mm-hmm. That's the power of Bet and Tina's love. It can yeah. remind other people that they too are in love. Yeah. And um, also Bet has great hair. Gigi has great hair. So it's like if you're looking at Bet, thinking about hair, then you're going to think, I want Gigi's hair on mm-hmm. my body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to call her. And then you're going to apologize. Yeah. For how things have been going. And Say ask that you her, will have relations with Nat mm-hmm. if that's what she wants yes and then you ask Gigi to come to the opening mm-hmm. the hair on these two people <laughs> Danny's hair Gigi's she looks hair. gorgeous at this event by the way we didn't say that but the little like sweetheart neckline dress is very yeah. good and mm-hmm. her hair is really good yeah everyone's everyone's looking great this evening I think I don't think I had any complaints mm-hmm. uh Tina and Ben are talking to Angie and being like you know, this is real. Like we're actually like, we're, we're gonna, you know, whatever. And Angie's like, I'm an adult. It's cool. I like that at first, Angie is kind of a surly teen about it. Like mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, whatever. I know it's fine. And then at the, by the end, she's like, actually, I'm very adult and mature. I liked that. And then some guy uh, chats her up. Oh yeah. And makes a joke about bet, which is yeah. very funny to me. Yeah. It's just like the one thing you can step in at this event. Yeah. You yeah. can talk about anything else. Yeah. Also, I'm confused about his entire deal and his friend's entire deal. Like, is he like an art thief? Do they go to all the gallery <laughs> openings? Okay, this, I this hope is, so. I think that this is my theory. I think that they They're sneaker heads. What? No. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, that like the his friend is like into art and so goes to these things and is like trying to get his art shown. So like needs say, to talk to gallery owners. Meanwhile, he goes with him because they are also hooking up and but they have like an oh. open situation. Wow. Oh, interesting. And and so he's off looking for other people. His friend his friend and lover is also <laughs> um only right. needs art. Only needs him and art. If there's one thing yeah. we can do, it's assign a really good backstory to a one day guest player on yeah. the album. Yeah. Oh this Man will be back. Oh. Fun. Mm-hmm. Um, back at the other gathering of friends mm-hmm. elsewhere. 
Finley, Finley, Finley. <laughs> Micah and Sophie clear out in a way that simply I would not if I were at this event. Like no. if no. I were Sophie, I'd be like, I think I'm just going to sit in this room the whole night. Thanks. Yeah, I would sit there and just like, I would be like in Veep, you know, the way that um, Gary just uh -huh. like stands behind. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like whispering. And that's yeah. what I would be doing all night to Finley. Finley like tries to mediate the fight between Micah and Maribel, but honestly, yeah. just from like a dialogue, like not a script writing dialogue level, but from Finley trying to talk to another person, I was like, what is she trying to say even? Terrible. She was trying to say like, I'm not close to my mom, so I might not tell my mom things and maybe Micah doesn't tell his mom things, but also I don't think him not telling his mom is really the Mind issue Mind your business. Here. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's jumped so many levels into the fight instead of yeah. just being like, Hey, whoa, weird. Like, right. Me personally, I would have been like, weird night. Like, are you, you know, whatever. Yeah, how are you feeling? Yeah. Whatever. You're right. I think, like, there, what people like Finley, like, it's incredible to have that type of social confidence. Like, whatever the situation, you're going to charm them. Totally. But she's not correct about that. She's <laughs> no. not always going to charm. No. She should have taken this moment alone with Maribel to be like, I get why you don't like me. Uh -huh. And I'm not going to argue with that. I just hope that the more we, time we spend yep. together, that, like, I can prove myself. And like this night seems really intense for you separately. Yeah. Like, are you good? Do yeah. you want it? Like, whatever you need, I can be out of your way. Like, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Instead, they go into like a really weird, terrible, which then leads to Maribel saying in front of everyone. <laughs> to be honest, I liked whoever she was fucking while you were gone. Uh huh. And then we cue some on the nose lyrics <laughs> back to the song. I loved. We didn't talk about it because we can't talk about every single time it happens. But when Tina and Bette kissed and the lyrics were like, I feel the attraction. I was like, yeah, baby. Boy, um, do they ever. And then Sophie says, like, refers to them being the person that they hooked, that she hooked up with. And Finley says there were multiple. And Sophie says, no, the singular they, which I have two things to say about this. One, this is the second time that there's been a character who uses their them pronouns who is off it was just referenced sure but isn't a character and the second thing is wouldn't it be better if it was multiple people instead of one like yeah in my opinion if i'm like taking a break with someone and i want to get back and it's like oh they were hooking up with a bunch of other people it's like okay that's fine if they were hooking up with one person consistently that whole time i would be a little bit more uh, okay, I hope, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, so that's also interesting. Those are my two thoughts. Do you think they're going to, what I wanted them to do, what they didn't do in this conversation was reference the friends thing. You know, the we are on a break, sure. the Ross and Rachel thing. Sure. Like, I was like, that just feels like, like, I don't think anyone even in real life could talk about being on a break without yeah. bringing that up. Yeah. Where do, do you, you know what I mean? Where do you stand on that? Um, I think it was okay because they were I on a break. I think it was okay too. I also yeah. think it was Which okay. I hate to agree with Ross over <laughs> Rachel, well, but. And here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, but, Far be it for me to say that, Ross was right ever. In that situation, ever. he was right. But he was right. But I do Shout think out that... Copy girl. Oh, I know <laughs> too much about that fucking show. I do think that what this conversation does really well is at least note that like, even if it's technically right and allowed, it can yeah, still it hurt. Can still sure. Hurt. And there's like still stuff to talk about totally. there. Totally. Yeah. And neither of them like handle it like well in the immediate aftermath because yeah. why would you? But I was like, oh, this is actually like a pretty honest conversation to be like... I know that you didn't do anything wrong. Right. But it still fucking hurt my feelings. And also like, they didn't even really talk about this, but finding out from your sister yeah. in front of our friends, like I'm embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. I'm like tender. Like, I yeah. just, Mari does like this person better. Yeah. <laughs> and then, knows them. Yeah. Yeah. That is the thing is like, they were around. It's not like Sophie was just kind of going off and like, 
hooking. It it isn't really. It doesn't seem like just you up text. Right. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like it's a you up a rainbow text. It, it the rainbow yeah. is actually indicative of them being just a little more serious than a you up text. I do think that the only thing that Finley did wrong here is be like, and you need to apologize for this. Yes. Yeah. Being like, I agree. Like being like. You didn't do anything wrong, but I am having feelings about this and I need a second. Totally fair. Totally fair. It's maybe the best that Finley's ever communicated about anything ever and then just like went a step too far. Well, because also she knows she can't just go to the other room and drink. Right. Right. So she calls Tess. And Tess blows her off. Is Tess Finley sponsored? Does Finley have a sponsor? I'm I'm so concerned for her. I think she needs a sponsor. If Tess is Finley's sponsor and Tess was going to an event and so couldn't like drop everything, what would a sponsor do in that situation? A good one. It depends on the sponsor, but I do think they would say like, try calling someone else. Mm-hmm. And they also might say like, text me your feelings or like go, mm-hmm. dr-. they would offer like a couple more, I think like tangible mm-hmm. things, which either means there just wasn't time for something like that. Like, you know, it's yeah. a small detail or Tess isn't Finley's sponsor, but Finley's using her kind of as like mm. a de facto sponsor, which mm-hmm. happens a lot when you get sober. You're like, oh, that's another sober person. I'm going right. to text or call them because they're like easy. Like mm-hmm. I've done that to people. I've had friends do that to me and it's like great, but it's not, if Finley's going a sponsor route, which not everyone does, and that's right. also like a viable option, mm-hmm. then she like needs kind of a firm, yeah. like a, a solid presence who would be like, I'm stepping into this event. Let me call you back in 15 minutes once I'm there, have said hi and can like step out for a second or do X, Y, Z steps. Right. Anyway. Right. Yeah. I felt like Tess just, I don't, I don't know. Even just as a friend, I felt like she blew her off a little. Yeah. In a way that was weird. Yeah. But Tess isn't getting blown off because Shane says, let's do it. Let's open that second bar. Um, which clearly is just in response to Alice being like, you're getting itchy, which right. is the terrible time to agree to something. Like, it's not, that's <laughs> Shane, not. That's what Shane always Shane does. Shane always does that. Yeah. Shane's like, oh, you think that I'm bad at committing? Let me double down. Yeah, and let's then, get an apartment. Uh, let's get married. Let's get married. Let's get an yeah. apartment that I can bone someone else in. <laughs> I know. It's only we're just five steps away from her fucking the realtor on the on the carpet. Yep. Watch out. I hope the inspector isn't hot. Because <laughs> which, of, which of Shane's exes do you wish had worked out? I really was a Molly girl. I was also, I was going to say Molly. <laughs> I was a Molly girl. I really liked Molly. Yeah. And I liked them together. I, I really I, liked their dynamic. Well, you know what I'm going to say? And Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> and I can say with confidence that almost every single person listening to this podcast will disagree with me. <laughs> That's beautiful. And yet I'm willing to stand up, stand alone, be brave and be like, not the way that it played out in the show because they totally wreck on Jenny that season. But the way that it played out in my head. Right which is important. That is important. Yeah. perhaps the most important. I would have liked her and Jenny to have made it work. I still think that I, I could mean, edit. Carmen's, I love Carmen, sure. but I don't know if Carmen and Shane were perfect together. Right. That's what I was feeling. I still would love to edit together a two hour movie version of season six. And I think I can make it good. <laughs> I oh re- yeah. I really think so. Wow. God, that's the kind of project you could really get lost in. I, I wouldn't do it because it would take me so much time yeah. and I hardly have time for the things I need to do, but <laughs> it would end with, like the scene where Shane and Jenny are kissing and at the planet and mm. everyone's like laughing at them, yeah. you know, mm. that, and that would be the end. And you'd have to do some things. So you still get like the dance. You, you can make it. I, I have an idea, but I'm not going to ever do this. So you can just have to imagine it yourself. Okay. Um, I will. I have, and I loved it. Thank you. Five stars. It was, it was amazing. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I give it a Rotten Tomatoes. 
certified fresh. Certified fresh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of original cast members, Bet is giving a little speech. And it Mm. is nice, but it also... I zoned out, I think. It also is about teen... Like, it is... (laughs) Yeah. It's like a speech about Marcus (laughs) Allenwood and, like, his wife and daughter and also Angie's there. Like, there are people with, like, deep connections to him. He's he's recently died. He's this, like, great artist. It does become very much about Tina, but you know what? Bet is gonna bet. And she talks about how, you know, he was a marginalized, his work was marginalized and wasn't Mm -hmm. shown in this capacity before. It's kind of, it's really sad. Yeah. 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 It's a moving speech that then turns very (laughs) personal to Bet, actually, instead of to Marcus, but it does hit for everybody listening, it seems like. They get a lot of reaction coverage and everyone seems to be affected by it. And during it, Danny texts Gigi again and I was like, babe, like you need to, oh God, like very stressful. I don't like when people. But why hasn't Gigi responded? I don't know. But like maybe she's driving in a car and you shouldn't be distracting her. (laughs) Maybe she's driving in a car and you shouldn't be distracting her. Maybe I can tell the future. But also um, I just think that like if you haven't heard back, then it's like, okay, then she hasn't gotten to your voice. Like I just, people who don't, uh, I don't know. We've struck a nerve with Drew. Right. I just feel like it's different when like Danny was wrong, right? Like Danny has owned up to the fact that they yeah. got into a fight this morning and she was wrong about it. So if you call and leave a voicemail already pretty intense. And yeah, no one leaves a voicemail. No, send a voice memo. Yeah. Um, and like send a telegram. Yeah. Send a singing bird. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know. It's send fine. An owl. It's fine. I just I was already, I was just having a bad feelings. Anyways, um, I was more like I was like, why isn't Gigi responded? <laughs> Okay, well that, I didn't that, I didn't clock any of this. Incredible. I was just like, okay, those she's are, trying to get in touch. Those are the three experiences. Um, the actress, we learn that she is, in fact. Yeah, she tries to get Alice to sign up for one of their executive success seminars, which is again an XM. Is that still thing. a th- do they exist? Still? They still exist, but it's I mean, he's in he's in prison, so right. that like kind of puts damper on things. But there's he still has some followers who are still like into it. Like the worst character in all of Battlestar Galactica, Callie. Did you guys watch Battlestar? Mm-mm. Oh God, the agony of being the only one in the room who watched Battlestar. Anyway, that bitch is still into it. Wow. Wow. There were a lot of apologies this episode. Yeah, there were, which I'm proud of our our friends for <laughs> starting to apologize a little bit more. I felt like this was a very grown up yeah. acting episode. Yeah. I enjoyed part. it. Yeah. yeah. Angie's growing up. Everyone's growing up. Yeah. yeah. It's like a garden. Yeah. Once the youngest person, you know, starts growing up, you're kind of like, oh, I guess maybe it's time to get my life together. Yeah. Wow. But actually, I do think that this show is, is doing something interesting with figuring out like that once you're older, you could still suck and have room to improve. Mm-hmm. So true. Um. So Maribel is the one who's apologizing and she's like, I don't want to be pushy. She does continue to be pushy. <laughs> um, Micah's like, I want to have a baby with you, which again, I don't know. Um, but I'm happy for them. Me too. Do it now. Let's see where Do these, it now. Let's see where these crazy <laughs> kids end up. Um, and then Sophie and Finley make up as well. She leaves a little, little cute, little oh, cute yeah, that was cute. note. And then, uh, I am very happy for them. It was very cute. However, Sophie gets into bed and wakes Finley up from a sleep to have a reconciliation conversation. And the way that that to me is grounds for immediate divorce. We're not even married. Get out of my house. No, let's get married so we can get divorced. I'm sleeping. (laughs) Let's talk in the morning. Let's have a cute little sleepy like, babe, that note was so cute. I love you. Let's kiss. Yeah. What what you do is you cuddle up. And so then if they sort of are still awake a little bit, then they'll like feel it and be like, "Mm -hmm." Sophie basically is like, hey, Hey, <laughs> no, um, but they are, they have a very sweet thing about how so I actually, I got a little emotional. Finley says, sometimes I don't know what you see in me. Mm. And 
I don't know. That really got me. That first of all, that spoke yeah. to a very special place in my deranged psyche. But also, Sophie's just really sweet about it. She's like, "You're just, you're my guy. Like th yeah. that's it. You make, you make yeah. my heart beat fast." And they just have like a very cute. It is cute. Yeah. I don't know why it hit so hard for me, but it really did. Yeah, I don't. I think all of us feel that way sometimes, right? No. No. About I, like I don't know what you see in me. I never feel that. Really. <laughs> it's not that I think I'm so great. I just, if, if my, I just feel like if my partner has chosen to be with me, then like people who are all types of people, I'll have people who fall in love with them. So like, it's not that I'm so great. So that's why my partner loves me. But I am just like, if we're going to be together, like I have to trust that you love me. Okay. Reese and I are going to have a separate conversation. <laughs> I have just been burnt, like burned so hard that I just, mm. at this point in my life need a lot of reassurance. I need that early. Like I need that. Like I have no faith that people like when I'm first dating someone or when I'm first have feelings for someone like I didn't think when Elise and I were like flirting for a year on the internet, I didn't think that it, we were actually flirting. I was like, I think right. she just wants to be friends. Like mm. I feel very insecure as far as like whether someone actually is interested in me in like a, a sexual relationship sort of way. Right. Once I'm like in a maybe we could say that Finley and Sophie aren't really stable right now but like when I'm in a steady relationship that's when I feel most secure with the person interesting I think I'm completely the opposite yeah I'm like same. if somebody if I think even we're a little bit flirting I'm like they're fucking obsessed with me. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm the absolute coolest person this person's ever met and they right. love me and then once we're like there's actually something I'm talking to my therapist about just so you guys know but <laughs> once we're like no. I have therapy today in case anyone's wondering mine are Mondays I can't um, afford one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Once we're like in a relationship and you start seeing like the real person, then uh -huh. I'm like, ooh, hope you still feel that way. Right. Like that's kind of how it feels to me. Mm. And I think that the Finley line for me hit especially hard because it's like post getting sober. Right. And like I didn't yeah. have a, a partner when I got sober. I started dating Lewis in February, which I'd been sober for like a little over a year, um, which was critical to me. But like, I remember that even with my friends mm. and talking about like getting sober and being just being like a different feeling differently about myself mm -hmm. and being like, Ooh, I hope they still mm. like this wanna, version. Wanna like, hang. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can just, I, I think that is, I know why that line hit for me really hard. Yeah. Anyway, I love them. I hope, I hope they work out. Yeah, me too. But I worry that they won't because <laughs> this is the L word. Because this is the L word. From reconciliation to drama, um, the new happiness of Bet and Tina is immediately is dashed. Immediately dashed because Bet's like, "Don't leave," and Tina's like, "Once again, you don't support me having a career," which is both fair and also like, okay, but also this person who you've just like had sex with for the first time in a decade is like being like, is just being like, "I want you to stay." Right? Yeah. They've been kissing for like three days again. Yeah. I can, but I think it's like the years and years and I years know, and years that like you know that someone it's like triggering and immediately. Tina's like, here we go again. You want me to stay? Because also she can't stay. No, Murdoch Mysteries waits for no, <laughs> waits for no man. She has a hit Canadian television show to get uh -huh. back to. I mean, and the other thing that we see soon is like, and from the first episode we even know is like, she's clearly gone through so much therapy mm -hmm. and yeah. so much like mm -hmm. guided meditation kind of stuff. And she's like, I'm firm in my power and I'm actually going to call out bullshit when I feel it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. I think that's what's like, No, I appreciate it. I did write out. down, Jesus, how are we still doing? <laughs> Which is probably how Tina felt. Yeah. Um, and then Beth's, everyone, uh, so it's, uh, who is it? It's Shane, Alice, and Tess. Yes. Encourage Beth to chase after Tina, which 
let's do it. We do it. I yeah. just, I was so, it had such season finale energy. It really did. And it was did. episode two. And I was like, every episode's a season finale. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Well, I loved that. Like she asked that she was like, oh God, I did it. Like she realized what she did right away. Yes. And then they, and she was like, oh my God, I have to be the one to go. Like I have to go to Canada, yes. which like Canada's wonderful. Drew goes there all the time. And I do. It's I've beautiful. Been, which I wow, I've been to like every part of Canada because I have been. I've spent so much time in Toronto now. When Tina says to her like Uber driver, "Take me to Terminal One," I was like, "You are not flying Southwest. <laughs> right. Like yeah. Air Canada think is Terminal, Terminal Six. You are not flying the only possible airline that she could be taking." In, I think from Terminal 1 LAX to Toronto is Southwest. I'm sure this is thrilling for anyone who doesn't live in LA. Um, and I was like, it's Terminal 6. No, when she said Terminal 1, I was like, no one, I was like, no one goes there. Terminal 1 is just absolutely not correct. I fly Southwest back to Kansas City a lot. So mm. I know Terminal 1. The point is that Bet realizes like that she should go. She needs to be the one to go with Tina. Yeah. This is bad news for Vogue. This is bad news for Vogue. It's bad news for the dude who's chatting up Angie because he's once again chatting up Angie and then Bet bursts out in chaos and is like, I need my daughter to drive me recklessly through the city. Yes. And then Angie kisses our nice man. Uh-huh. Fun. A fun little, fun little thing. Yeah. Love it. He's impulsive. We're yeah. all making decisions. We're yeah. all making, yeah, we're all making choices. We're all thriving. We're all buying a like second bar. Driving, driving, <laughs> driving. And I just was like, let this girl go back to college. Why? You're going to get into <laughs> okay. an accident. Right, but this is so thrilling. This is like Imagine Me and You. I know it is very Imagine Me and You. I haven't seen that. It's on my rom-com project, <gasps> everyone. Okay, okay. Calm down. <sighs> I just got goosebumps for some reason, which it's I don't really think fun. is the right reaction to something horrifying, but it happened. My thing is, in what universe would you put an 18 year old behind the wheel of the car in a serious run. Yeah, you know, like they're not. going. Somewhere. I would trust Shane. Yes, Drew, maybe Shane. But also then I was like, oh, well, maybe they were drinking. Right. We're doing oh, something responsible. Be, oh. Wouldn't that be wild? <laughs> and we're doing something responsible. Tess is sober. Right. Tess could drive. Tess could drive. Oh, yeah. Tess could drive. Right. But she's high on life because she's thinking about that. <laughs> That's a really good point. A really <laughs> good she's point. thinking about Jenny's. But whatever. We're having a we're teenager. Having a, we're doing a thing. Drive, so Angie. Tina's listening to a meditation no. app. Yeah, that's Beth's cute. having Angie speed. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gigi is texting uh, the minute, Danny. The minute they went to Gigi in I her know. car, I was like, that bitch is getting T-boned. Gigi singing in the car. We actually, this <laughs> happened in season one when Danny and Sophie were driving to go look at like wedding locations. Uh-huh. I think I said on the yeah. pod, like anytime a character is behind the wheel and they're having a fun chat in the car and I can see through the windows yes. like the camera's outside. No. I've seen Glee. Bad. Hey, exactly. I was like, this is, we've all been here before. You're going to fit in Rachel's wedding. Mm-hmm. You're going to uh, get T-boned. There's a yeah. hundred Grey's Anatomy episodes like this. Like, <laughs> yes. Every time. I and what is it? What was the, like, there was something about the angle or it's about, is it about that she's texting? But as I, soon as they got, well, first of all, it's that it's unnecessary. There's no reason <laughs> we need to see Gigi driving right. to the event and texting. Right. Because right, nothing's happening. Nothing's yeah. happening. So we know that. Yeah. yeah. But it, it really is. I don't know what it is, but there is something about, I think to me, it's the singing. Her being mm-hmm. like in the car mm-hmm. and like kind of vibing to yeah. the music. I was like, something bad's going to happen. Under, also, that's a really good example of the, where you see the person yes. in the car having good time and then they yes. get T-boned. I can't think of a better metaphor for the Elward Generation Q <laughs> than Bet and Tina having a grand romantic gesture uh-huh. as new character, <laughs> new beloved fan favorite character, Gigi is bald by truck <laughs> driving to her doom. I, I would like to clarify. I don't think she's actually dead because yeah, she's I, they wouldn't do that because people would. That would be Riot. crazy. I, like it would, it would be 
an act of self-harm by Marjorie Ryan. Like she would be like it would be it would be yeah. truly the wildest thing ever. Um so I don't think that she's dead, but it still felt very apt to me in the sense that I was like we all would love to watch like Gigi and Danny have like a fun little romantic moment, but they're like no. Bet and Tina get the grand romantic moment and it's like okay. And Gigi sure. gets a car in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trade trade offer. <laughs> And of course, they drive by the accident and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I hope nobody's hurt, which I mean, come on, guys. Couldn't someone in the car be like, wait, you just said, I hope nobody's hurt. That means somebody's hurt. Yeah. And we know them. Yep. yep. Um, I hate I hate it when they do that in TV shows. I mean, it's effective, mm-hmm. but like it makes me feel emotions. I don't want to feel when they're mm-hmm. like drive past the accident where mm-hmm. the person and they right. know the person in the accident. I feel upset. <laughs> well, and because later they're going to find out that right. Gigi was in an accident at right. that intersection. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh my God, we were in the car chanting at Bet to go get Tina. This yeah. is, the episode's called LA... Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Tra- Los Angeles Traffic. Traffic. I will say, this is pretty dark, but something that helps me in living in Los Angeles and dealing with traffic is that oftentimes there is traffic because of an accident. And right. I am just like, look, like, it sucks that I'm here. It sucks that this city is poorly run, poorly built, that we don't have more public transit, like all these things. Absolutely. But in this exact moment, like there is someone who's probably hurt or at the very least having a shitty day. And like that person isn't me. And hopefully it's not someone who I know. And also I feel bad for this stranger. And like, yeah. So like take a deep breath. That helps me. That's interesting. Sometimes. (laughs) That's kind of on par with bets. We're all going to die. What's a bumper in that it's like, pretty well adjusted but also there's something a little bit sick about it absolutely <laughs> gorgeous i got the vibe of a season finale when they're all in the back seat or all in the car and they decide to like oh yeah they convince bet to run yeah and she's like time to give a speech to my best friends yeah, yeah. what was that about oh she's, yeah she she's tells giving, them that she loves them like she's never gonna see the man yeah i mean but i did have to spend my because okay i have a recurring nightmare uh-huh but about once a week that I'm about to go on a trip and I do not have anything but the clothes on my back and I don't have my suitcase. I didn't pack and I'm not allowed to pack. That's a really interesting I'm not allowed to bring nightmare. anything. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. And I was like, that is running head first into my nightmare. Is she going to board a plane? And I know that this was one of those things. It's TV. Like it's sort of like Finley interrupting the wedding. Like we just have to completely sure. suspend our disbelief because there's no way that Bette Porter is going to fucking get on a plane in her evening gown with a purse. <laughs> also, where's her pa- to show passport? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. But that's fine. Sure. This is a suspension of disbelief, but it did bring up a lot for me personally. I was very stressed out about that, you know, not having her vitamins. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Her, like, yeah. yeah her like hair mask. Yeah. I what know would be the uses. three, if you could only bring three things with you yeah. on an international flight, what would the three things that you would bring? Is my phone one of those things? You already have the stuff you'd have day to day, like oh, walking so- around. So I have my phone my and my wallet yeah, and a little vial of medications. Oh, do you carry that with you all the time? Because that would absolutely... I've, I've thought about this sometimes where I'm like, I would need to get my meds. I would need to have either... Either I, I need to be wearing my glasses or I need to have a contact case plus my glasses. And then third thing, I, I think those are the two things I really need. Otherwise, I'd probably be okay. So probably a, a sweatshirt and a tank top. Sure. So that I never have to be at an uncomfortable temperature. My thing is that I simply could not fly in the outfit that bed is... Wearing. Absolutely not. I am so weird about the things that I wear on a plane. Like I mm. have to have full. This is actually just revealing a lot about my neuroses, but I have to have full sleeves and pants. Like Ooh. I don't like my skin being exposed to the air of an airplane. Huh. Um. It really makes me itch. So I would really be screwed. That's wearing like a kind of thing that reveals her shoulder. 
horrible. I do. Yeah, I like, the, like dress shoes. Like, I like it's the, also like, yeah, it's not going to be comfortable, but I like the spontaneity of it. Like there is something that's fun mm-hmm. to me about the idea of like, yeah, she's also so rich. She could just buy new clothes. Well, that's, I mean, yeah. And she's going to get to the airport and just like purchase a flight. Yeah. There. Like, who and then when she gets to Canada, she can ha- take Tylenol with codeine if she wants to right <laughs> over the counter. <laughs> so she runs. Yeah. So she does that. And then the, episode the music ends. plays. Okay. This cover of suddenly I see. Yeah. Did have me. <laughs> I, I was grinning. <laughs> I'm grinning now. I was so like amped. I just so, love. I love the random what times they choose to use real music. I love a silly <laughs> grand gesture. I don't know, yeah. man. I've watched 45 weeks of rom-coms. Like yeah. I'm primed for this. I wrote, this made me a Bettina Shipper Bye. I think I just am so disengaged from that. Like I am just like, I don't feel, I don't feel any sort of like negative feelings about it, but I just like, don't really care that much. Oh, I feel like my moms are getting back together and I'm so happy for that. And I I'm just that. so simple that a person running to a loved one, running to someone yeah. they say they love and uh-huh. they have just yeah. figured, quote, figured out that they love and a song is swelling. Yeah. I'm I'm it, near it, tears. It's a classic. Oh, I also, I also appreciated that when Bette was like, I love you so much. And Tina's like, yeah, I know. That's not the problem. Yes. Like I was like, that's good. Like yeah. this, we're all changing. We're growing here. We're all changing and growing. And there is kind of a big admission from Bet of like, I would give everything up. Like I realize this is a grand gesture. She's saying a lot of stuff, yeah. but like she's going to work remotely. We all know that. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. still going <laughs> to do work. They have art in Toronto. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Franklin will be shipping her laptop <laughs> overnight. But like, it does feel like kind of a yeah. big life realization of like, yeah. oh, the thing that matters to me most right now is this. It's wild that that's happening when Angie's like 18, but you know. It's good. That's good timing though. Makes sense. <laughs> They've got Angie into college just in time. I think I think it's great for Angie if her moms could both be in Toronto. I don't know what the season's going to do. Like, I don't know if actually Beth's going to like be living in Toronto. Like, right. excited to find out. If I was going to Toronto to be with my beloved Tina... <laughs> I would rather be the Tina in this situation. I'd rather be Tina being with Bat. I don't want to be Bat being with Tina, even though I feel oh, like yeah. I am Bat as a person. In, I mean, in terms I, of like emotionally stunted, but uh, powerful in my career. It also makes me, I'm trying to, to figure out if I should live in LA or in Toronto. Yeah. Um, luckily, either way, I don't have to be with Tina, <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. Does, also, does Bet know that you can't spend more than six months there if you don't have a visa? But that, that's it not important for right no now. man. Yeah. Also, yeah. I hope they go to Tim Hortons because did you know there's no Tim Hortons in LA? Yeah, obviously there's they're, not. It's like a very Canadian thing. It's, they're all say, over the Midwest. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Oh, they're all over Michigan at least. Oh, I've never. I seen know one. that there's like some really? like no, like in North. I mean, Michigan is no, kind of some Canada. in New York at like the North. Like it, but it's truly yeah. like anything within a few miles of New York. I mean, yeah, maybe Canada. it's kind of like how In and Out like kind of expands to Nevada and right. like surrounding. It's like. Only so, far, yeah. only so far from the border. Yeah. Um, I didn't know. I thought like they're all over Michigan. So, and I think wow. there are some in New York. So I just thought why I was like looking and I was like, where, I could really go for some Timbits right now. <laughs> well, fat chance. I know nope. the only way I'm going to get a Timbit is to marry Tina. There <laughs> are, there are donut holes uh, oh. from other places. Tim, Tim Hortons isn't very good. Sorry to like, whoa. Yeah. yeah it's not good, but it's cheap. Yeah. And I enjoy it. I really, it's, I love it's that my special treat to get myself some Timbits and some iced coffee and to just eat them at my desk like a queen. There is one tiny button on this episode, which is that Danny is trying to reschedule the Vogue interview that, uh-huh. that oh, has right. blown off. And then, of course, Danny's phone rings. Nat is Gigi's emergency contact, mm-hmm. has been informed that Gigi has been in an accident. Uh-huh. Yeah. And has died. And then no, I teared up against my will. <laughs> and I, yeah, I was like, mm. 
Um, and that's the episode. That's the episode. There was a moment where I was worried she was dead. Yeah. And then I was like, no, no. that would be the that would be the wildest choice ever. Yeah, right. No way. But I was scared. Well, Carol, what did you think of the episode? Carol, you shed it all. I just cleaned the couch and you shed it all over it. So obviously she had a lot of feelings about the episode, but mostly she had a lot of feelings about Drew. Guys, I liked this episode. I, yeah, I liked it. I, I had, had fun. fun. Yeah. I, I, no, one, yeah. no one tell anyone and everybody listening, you get one more person to tell this to, but I watched it at my day job. I <gasps> paid my salary to watch this episode. And honestly, I was thrilled. I was so excited. I was nervous that somebody who I worked with was going to look over my shoulder like while passing by and be like, yeah. What the fuck are you watching? Yeah. yeah. But, you'd be like Pictionary. Yeah. But <laughs> that, was, draw. that was really honestly the only thing that was not like overall enjoyable about this episode to me. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that was enjoyable for me is test convincing Shane to do to buy the bar in a way that I was like, this is not okay. But it's nice to just have like an annoying character instead of like yeah. be irritated at like a story, story yeah. do you know what I mean I would say that my favorite parts of this episode were like the more low-key moments like some of the just like friends hanging out banter love like Alice dating a wacky person I mean I don't yeah. know if I call like someone in a real life cult that did a lot of harm <laughs> like wacky but you know like that's a very Alice thing like I, I there was a lot of really fun stuff the more serious things like some of the fights some of the running to the airport, I'm sorry, um, didn't work as well for me, but not in like any grand way, just in the sense that I was kind of like, okay. Yeah. Um, but overall, solid episode. Thumb up. I'm thumbs up. Both. Thumbs wow. up. Thumbs up that's, for Bird Box. That's five total thumbs. That's like a five out of six thumbs. That's, five out of yeah. six pretty, thumbs. It's pretty good for an episode. Yeah. So you can put that thumb in your butt and smoke it. <laughs> that's what I always say, right? That's what they say in Canada. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Get your Tim bits while you can, ladies. <laughs> they have Tim Biebs now, which is like a Justin Bieber themed donut hole. I don't <gasps> I don't really know what that Does means. Does it look like Justin Bieber? No, now is in like recently? I, when I was there. Does Justin Bieber have like... Can you go there and mail me one? I don't know Just if it would one? be good. <laughs> can you have at least mail me a Justin Bieber donut hole? I will see what's possible. Okay in that like you know you can order like like food from Russ and Daughters in New York to California if you like have a ton of money and are mm -hmm. Jewish I mean yeah. I don't think you have to be Jewish Barney's Green Grass I, say, yeah I think you have to be Jewish yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah so I'll look into if I can send you Tim Biebs or you can just come visit does Justin Bieber have current cultural cachet aside from having just married Haley Bieber like four years ago Canada hmm. <laughs> no offense Canada I love you you're like basically my home now um, oh my god someone in Pasadena has a business called Tim Hortons Gate Repair. <laughs> How dare they? Wow. wow. What a mislead. Wow. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Two Bag Generation Q Edition, one of two podcasts brought to you by autostraddle.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Back, and you can also email us at twelandbackcast at gmail.com. Our theme song is by the talented B. Steadwell, and our Gen Q logo is by Jax Co. This episode was produced, edited, and mixed by me, Lauren Klein. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Taylor Klein. You can follow Drew everywhere at draw underscore Gregory. You can follow Annalisa on Instagram at Analoka with two A's and on Twitter at Analoka with one A and an underscore. You can follow the legendary Reese Bernard everywhere at Autowin. Autostraddle is at Autostraddle. And of course, the reason why we're all here... 
autostraddle.com. And finally, to end this ep, let's hear some keywords from our girlies. Three, two, one. Queen, queen of England. Oh. Did you also say queen? I said queen. The only wow. word I could come up with was queen, but I don't have a reason for it. Oh, my reason oh. is that I was watching The Crown. Oh, my reason is because running after your ex-wife's Uber on the way to the airport is a crazy little thing called love. Nice. Wow. wow. Okay. I don't have a reason. Oh, we have we've never done that. We're like really vibing. Wow. wow. The the vibe wow. is good. Wow. The, the energy is so good. Yeah, the energy's great. Sparkling. Sparkling. Yeah, it's like a rainbow emoji on the end of a U up tag. It really is. <laughs> or a black fly in your sh- or and ice in your Chardonnay. Nice. Mm, mm-hmm. Yep. Volleyball. Volleyball. Well, uh, I think that's it. But that's that was it. what a delight. I'm gonna go run after like? my ex-wife. <laughs> Me too. Topping, laughing, moving, fisting, biting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, writing, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we are.